welcome to the Sincerely Mere podcast, the podcast taking a Christ-centered approach to holistic health along with a focus on slow, conscious living, and of course, cultivating nourishing, sustainable habits for you and your family. Um, and today, I am joined by my great friend, Gabrielle Falks. Um, this is my first repeat guest, um, and I'm super stoked to have her on again because people loved her the first time around, which is no surprise. I love her too. She's great. <laughs> um, but today we talk about new age practices and things to just kind of be wary of that are especially big in the health sphere, actually. Um, and it's it's bound to rock the boat a little bit. Um, I mean, I have friends who even practice some of these things and there is zero judgment. I cast zero judgment. We talk about this in the episode. Um, I really just encourage you to listen with an open mind and to take just take the information that you want from it. Um, or well, that, you know, that maybe is convicting you or even if it's triggering you, like maybe um, it's something that you need to uh, think about or pray about. And that's all this episode's really meant to do is to just give you some information and then you can take that information and do what you want with it. Like actually like every episode I've ever done. <laughs> um, but especially with this one. Um, so uh, again with that listen with an open mind gabby is fantastic uh it's a really great conversation and i really hope that even if you don't agree with everything that is said you at least um enjoy another person's perspective all right gabby welcome back to the podcast thank you thank you (laughs) um even though i know of course you've already been on um, Gabby was in my very first season and we talk about biblical wellness, biblically based wellness. So you can go back, listen to that. She shares a lot about like her health journey and her health history, uh, vaccine injury, all of those things. So very, very, very good episode. One of my most popular ones actually. Uh, so go check that out. <laughs> no I surprise. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, people loved that one. Um, But if you want to introduce yourself again a bit, share some things about you if you would like, go right ahead. Okay. Um, Yes. I, my name, I go by Gabby, but my name is Gabrielle. Um, I was in Miriam's um, NTA class. We We went through the whole thing together. That's how we got connected. We realized that we had a lot of the same beliefs and um and just like an instant connection um for friendship and we were just you know always sending voice memos and we approached uh, approached our the pra- the approach that we want for our practices and our understanding was very similar. And so that really helped bond us together. We, you know, even though we paid for school, there was still some things that we had to like throw out, like, you know, like basically flush (laughs) out of our, out of our brain. Like, no, that's not really, you know, how that works in the Mm -hmm. body or no, we don't really agree with that because, you know, this other science um, says so, or says differently. So that is how uh, Miriam and I became to be. <laughs> <laughs> the beautiful friendship that we now have. Yes. And, um, you know, we're just always encouraging each other, like, with our practices and just in life in general. Um, she's truly my best friend. Uh, like Miriam said, if you go back, <laughs> if you go back and listen to my our, the first um time I was on her podcast, I do share a lot about my health history and like what led me to like wanting to become a nutritional therapy practitioner. Uh, You know, it's kind of just like, you know, you name it, I went through it much like Miriam, like, um, like toxic mold exposure, um, traumatic events from my childhood, uh, you know, the vaccine injuries, uh, toxic root canals, you know, going on every single restrictive diet that you can ever think of. You know, I, you know, for more than a decade, I didn't eat more than 1200 calories because I thought I'm a tiny human. (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) I'm only five, three. I I thought that's all I needed because that's what, Mm -hmm. you know, we're told. Everyone tells you. Yeah. Totally went through all of that. Um, 
I was full-blown autoimmune by the time I was um, 24, 25, but didn't know any of that till I was 28 years old. Uh, I lost a lot of my hair. I had insomnia, brain fog, adrenal fatigue, hypothyroidism, uh, literally just like I feel like I could write down like a little booklet of all of my issues. Um, I had been suffering with endometriosis, so all of like my reproductive cycle health issues, just um, gluten intolerant, dairy intolerant, all like it goes on and on and on. And um, throughout that journey, God led me and he showed me different things at different times. And I'm not saying I was the most obedient daughter because I was not. There were times I was desperate. And in that desperation, I made certain modalities of healing like an idol to myself or like, oh, if I just remove this ingredient, like, you know, like it's almost like becoming obsessive. And I became that way in certain ways and aspects of my life. And I also thought that God was inflicting like punishment, like, um, what do you call it? Um, like I needed to atone for my sins and that really took the glory away from, you know, Jesus, my savior. And so that was a really warped mindset I had for several years that God broke off of me in 2020. And, uh, led me like the rest of the way. And, um, you know, I'm beyond all of that now, but that is like a short synopsis of me and how I got here and why I do what I do. Mm -hmm. Love it. Um, (laughs) well today is actually not, we're actually not going to be going over health related things today, or at least like nutritionally Mm -hmm. or nutrition health, I guess. Um, today's episode, we're going to be talking about new age practices, and this is almost guaranteed to ruffle some feathers, but (laughs) listen with an open mind, take it in. Um, this is not condemning anybody. Everyone's on their own walk with the Lord and God will reveal different things to them at different Mm -hmm. times. Um, I don't know if you have anything to add to that before we jump into it, but, uh, no, I think that's perfect. He, we're on on a different journey. And the only way that you and I became, you know, knowing of some of this is, well, one, by renewing our minds through the word, but also like someone saying something or we read something. Exactly. So really we're here to um, throw out the red flags within the health sphere because the health sphere is very infiltrated with um, occult practices that are disguised as being godly or okay to entertain and use exactly um and when we say new age we mean practices you know like yoga uh the enneagram reiki you know just like little or again practices that are very much like uh touted or talked up in the health sphere that you know, us as Christians, Bible-believing Christians, like, need to be wary of um, and not, you know, just jump right into it because our favorite influencer is doing it, I guess. <laughs> right. Um, or even if you've um, received benefits from yeah. doing mm-hmm. different modalities, like, you know, mm-hmm. like, you saw an improvement in your health, so it must be okay. Like, it must work. Um, right. So. That's what we're going to get into today. Yes, yes. (laughs) Um, So to kind of kick off the conversation, did you, Gabby, ever find yourself caught up in any of these practices? And if you did, what broke you out of it? Like who, I mean, obviously God opened your eyes, but like what kind of kickstarted that? Okay, yeah. Uh, So kind of... uh, After being in the thick of, you know, being 24, 25, 26 years old and not feeling like I'm in my 20s, you know, feeling just completely dilapidated and unable to function as a wife or as a member of society in any capacity. Yeah, Yeah, a person. (laughs) Like, um, you know, that can really drive you to the extremes in some places. And I just, let me say this too, real quick. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, Satan masquerades himself as an angel of light. 
the things that Satan pushes into our society and especially into the like our believe, believers world, like our Christian world, are definitely things that masquerade as light. Like you think that they're good. You have your guard down, you know, because 98% of it is truth or something to that extent, or you're not looking beyond that. And then there's that little bit that creeps in. So mm-hmm. I just want to preface that because that's important to for my journey in this. So um, I had received some healing by – uh, you know, going, changing my diet and, you know, just basically I became my own best researcher. Right. <laughs> and I think that's how we all start yep. into this. Start and, own little guinea pigs. <laughs> yes. Um, and so I had, I had a lot of good improvements, but I, uh, it was in 2020 and, um, I just like, I would heal But then it's like I would take like a step or two back. Like it was like a threshold that I just wasn't breaking beyond. And I was like, okay. Um, I had a pretty good understanding like, okay, I I believe I'm dealing with some heavy metal exposures and some, you know, environmental exposure, toxicities. Um, So I had a pretty good handle, but I wanted to do some testing because it had been a few years since I had done any. And I went to – this doctor was recommended, a holistic doctor who practices out of Ohio, and uh, he he is a believer. So I felt like instantly like, ooh, like this is good. Um, like my guard was already kind of down. And because I was in such a like, I just want to be healed. Like I just want to be good. I want to get over this hump. Like that, that was my mindset. I was like, I'm going to go to him and I'm going to pay. And he does uh, the bioresonance scan. So you send in your hair and fingernail samples and I think saliva or something else. And I'll, I'll just say that I fully believe that since everything was created through the spoken word of God, everything has a like an energy fingerprint of God, have you, like if you will. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I, I do... I do believe that, that to me, like when I read the word, everything's biblical um, in that sense. Uh, So I I felt okay, like with him doing that type of testing. And when he did that, like at the end of our call, like we're going through things. And honestly, the results that like revealed back to me, like nothing new, like (laughs) nothing that I didn't already know. Like I had already, I was like, I know I, I have like heavy metal issues, some mold environmental toxicity. And literally all of that came back on my skin. So I already knew, um, I was just seeking and seeking. And so I say all that because at the end of this call, he, uh, he said that he does a reset and I said, okay, like, what is that? Do I need to like drive to Ohio? Like, do I need to come in? And he said, no, I have you because I have like your fingernail clippings here, I have your DNA. And this is what he said. And you would think that the red flags would go off, but I'm telling you, like my guard was so, so down. Like I trusted him full heartedly. And he said, well, no, because, um, he said, this is like, um, basically how he called it and I can't believe I'm so sorry. I just he called it he called it spooky physics. Oh my god! And you would think that that would send a red flag off in my head, and it it's like didn't. immediately. But no, no, yeah, it didn't. He said what spooky physics is. He is um, basically quantum entanglement theory, and so I'm sharing all of this because this is um, what I got caught up in momentarily. Mm-hmm. I've never, um, you know practice anything else, um, under the guise of health. Uh, so quantum entanglement theory is this theory. You can look it up. Um, it's comes from quantum physics. There's very popular doctors and like health accounts online that use this technique in their practice, which is very alarming. And they talk about it. And anyways, um, I'm not going to drop names on here, but (laughs) you know, you can private message us and we can try to help you um, steer clear. But so quantum entanglement theory is basically wherever your DNA is, it is 
in the world. It is entangled and tethered to you in the spiritual world, like in a, in a fifth, sixth, seventh dimension, whatever that we can't see, as long as it hasn't been tainted. So if you think about like a voodoo, like voodoo Mm -hmm. magic, like Mm -hmm. what are those, like the voodoo Voodoo dolls? dolls. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, and this is what he said. And (laughs) man, this is like scary. I know. I was so caught up in like, I just wanted to get over this healing hump. So, you know, a voodoo doll, have you say like someone has like your hair or something and, um, you know, they're pricking the doll or whatever they do to the doll and it's supposed to happen to you. Well, it's the same thing. So he had my hair and nail clippings and he said, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do sound and light therapy over your DNA on this date at this specific time. And how it works is you have to have like another human holding the DNA. So like, um, a middleman, like literally, Um, And he said it was going to be in one of the other doctors at the clinic. So a doctor was going to hold my nail clippings at a specific time and day. And he was going to do like the, the sound therapy, you know, where they hit the little um, sound, little vibrator things. They're like little metal pins Mm -hmm. and, um, and then do light therapy over my DNA at a specific time. (sighs) And this guy has like YouTube videos and all of this stuff. He speaks at conferences, Christian, like believing conferences about this. And I I just can't believe like, anyways. Um, So I let him do it. He had to have my consent and I gave him my consent. Uh, About a couple weeks later, I was at my fellowship and I told them about you know, like this doctor, oh, I'm seeing him. And then I told him like what he, he did. And, um, a few of like the men in the fellowship, they were like, they just kind of paused and they were like, Gabby, that sounds like witchcraft. And then I stopped. Like, oh, wait, you're kind of right. And then then, like, you know, that, that veil came off my eyes and I was like, oh, wow. What did I just, you know, like accept? and all of this stuff. And so, um, I saw it for what it was like right then and there. I was like, you're mm-hmm. absolutely right. That is. And, um, so I, we prayed of course, um, that whatever occurred would be broken and, and we did our part and we stood firm in faith and, mm-hmm. and everything like that. And just to confirm my suspicion about this <laughs> quantum entanglement, yep. I do have a friend who is a believer and she actually came out of, um, like the cult, like being a witch and, and things like that and gave her heart to Christ. And I explained what I just shared with you all to her. And I said, is that witchcraft? And she said, a hundred percent that's witchcraft. Mm-hmm. Anything with like energy transfer, anything like you yes. not physically present, like mm-hmm. all of that. She said, that's like casting spell 101. And she told me, um, you know, I told her the name of the doctor in the clinic and she was, she told me that she's had other women like message her saying like the same thing. And, you know, some of them, they, when he explained what it was, like, realized, like, oh, I, you're doing witchcraft. And, um, and they didn't go through with it. Um, but she was like, oh, yeah, like, that's, that's totally it. So that definitely confirmed my suspicion. So that is uh, my, my testimony of if I've ever gotten caught up in something that was, uh, you know, of the occult or new age practices that I didn't really understand. And I just want to say for anyone listening, like there's covering, like there is nothing that Jesus blood does not cover. Um, and grace and mercy. Like, you know, I was pretty much like bewildered and bewitched (laughs) with my trust in this person. But also I did have to take ownership and repent because even though I didn't know what it was when it was revealed to me, I needed to repent. And then second of all, 
I was kind of in a desperation mode, like I said, of wanting to get over that hump of healing that I was seeking. And, you know, when you're out there like that in desperation, like, you know, yep. um, the enemy is going to be attracted to you as well. <laughs> you know, being a exactly. child of light, mm-hmm. he's going to, you know, want to deter you any way he can. He's not concerned with, you know, unbelievers because they're already you know, right. out there doing their thing. He wants to stop you from believing or he wants to, you know, middle mix in there some of his stuff to mm-hmm. derail you. Yeah. And so um, I did repent for, you know, seeking so much outside. Not that it's outside of God to go to a doctor, but this was right. just like my walk and in, in my part of my journey. And mm-hmm. I did do a, a post about this same thing. Like, don't make like health modalities, your idol. Exactly. Yep. I think that's something we both try to make really clear in our practice. Like don't get so caught up in all of the earthly things that you forget that God is the ultimate healer. Yes. And I think it's really important to also note that like these types of things, like these happen in the Bible too. Like Mm. you have that, that example of Saul um, when he went to see the, you know, the, uh, necromancer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, so, and, um, I, you know, it's like, these aren't just things that are new. Like these have always been around. Uh, they're just, maybe they maybe look a little different. Some not, but some do. (laughs) And there's different forms now too. So. Right. It's not like I was going to a lady with a crystal ball. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Or like a palm reader. I, Mm -hmm. you know, went to a believing man that I thought I could trust and either he knows what he's doing or he truly doesn't think that this is like a cult practice. I know for myself, I have definitely dabbled. (laughs) I don't necessarily like that adjective, but I guess I'm using it. (laughs) Um, I've definitely uh, tried out different new age things, uh, thinking that it was bringing me closer to God Um, and my experiences. So I went to someone, I went to a Reiki specialist. Uh, I want to say I want to say it was when I was pregnant with my son. So I'm definitely not, you know, I definitely had to repent for all of that. Um, But I, I went to that. Thankfully I felt nothing. Like I felt like I was, you know, cause that's the whole thing with Reiki. You have to like open yourself up or whatever Mm -hmm. to the energy, which you said it perfectly. It's like anything with energy or like energy transfer, stuff like that. It's like, you have to like, that's a huge red flag. Um, But anyway, I felt like I was, but I didn't feel any sort of any different, you know, during or after. Maybe like I felt relaxed because you just had to lay there, but that was basically it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I did. I did Reiki at one point. Um, the Enneagram was something I was super into for a very, very long time, like just obsessed with it. Um, and the Enneagram. Actually, we'll talk more about the origins a little bit later because we have an audience question on it. But yeah, definitely like snapped myself out of that one when I found out a little bit more about where it originated and why people used it. Um, And then my biggest one was yoga. Um, So I did yoga for at least, well, at least six months, pushing a year, I would say. And I did it like weekly, like twice a week. Um, The gym that I was a member at had like a class. And again, it was twice a week. So I'd go very, very often. Um, And that was one that really got me because I was using it as a way to glorify God, you know, like, because in that practice, it's so like, you know, you center yourself and, you know, you're like, um, I don't know, like the stretches that you're doing, it's like you almost make it as an excuse to like, no, oh, no, I'm not worshiping the Hindu God. I'm worshiping my God while I'm doing this. You know, it's like you make that that switch in your head and then you all of a sudden think that it's okay. 
which we, I mean, we'll get into it later, but it's like the yoga stretches are specifically for the Hindu gods. Like you're opening yourself up to them, <laughs> mm-hmm. not to God, <laughs> the one true God. Um, so with that one, um, I actually found her name is Caitlin Engelbert on Instagram. Yes. I'm so glad you mentioned her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She is fantastic. She's actually, she's a former yoga instructor and she talks all about like the origins and her personal experience being like a yoga instructor. And, um, when I found out about this, all of this, um, I was really sad because that was one thing that I really enjoyed doing. It did relax me. It like, you know, I felt good after I did it. I felt stronger. Um, but there are alternatives. <laughs> you can just stretch, <laughs> you know? Yes. And that is, that's what Caitlin offers. She has a whole YouTube channel where she, um, she just has like stretching videos like um, that are completely not rooted in Hinduism or false gods or any of that. So I would highly recommend checking her out and I'll link her YouTube channel. But um, yeah, those were my three. Well, the Enneagram and the and yoga were probably what I was like most into. The Reiki was just kind of a one-time thing. And I was like, that was just kind of weird. <laughs> like I didn't really like enjoy it or anything. Um, so anyway, um, yeah, so that, that would be my personal testimony. So, mm. um, but if you have anything else to add, go ahead. Otherwise we have some audience questions that we can go over. Okay. Um, I don't have anything else really to add, um, for, mm-hmm. as far as like testimony about that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so we only got three questions. Um, and we kind of covered all of them, but like I said, we'll go more into like the origins, I guess, for you guys. Um, but the first one is thoughts on muscle testing slash kinesiology. <laughs> um, Sorry, y'all can't see my face, but yeah. <laughs> I just gave like a big like surprise face. Yeah. Um, like, oh, really? <laughs> okay. Uh, I know that this has become really popular in the health sphere. And I probably get one to two messages a week asking me about this from believers. Like, is is this, is this okay? Like, is it okay if I'm going to, um, you know, an applied kinesiologist that is a believer, all of these things. So again, I just want to preface this with saying that, remember that Satan masquerades as an angel of light. And when we look at the Bible, and we see healing that occurs. It's always of physical hands being laid on someone and being prayed over. Or it's literally done through the Holy Spirit of God. Those are the only two types of ways that we see someone mm-hmm. being healed or someone repenting and then believing and yep. going on and sinning no more. So mm-hmm. I, when I approach something like this, I, I always ask myself those questions. Like, is this what we see that, you know, our heavenly father has already given us examples of? Um, and if, you know, you can answer those questions then I ask like, okay, well, what is the root of this? And is it done more in a physical sense or a spiritual sense of any kind? Because if it's done in a spiritual sense outside of the spirit of God, like its roots then, or there's things that aren't being able to be explained about it, then it's a no. <laughs> and and so I'm, I'll kind of share because uh, this is the topic that I really looked into because I, I get asked this a lot. So, okay. So first, um, the founder of Applied Kinesiology is Dr. George Goodhart. And he, um, he, first of all, he openly claims involvement with the occult. Like you can look that up. And then when he is describing like how he came upon like this revelation, he claims 
that part of his, char- I guess he has like charts that show the relationship between certain organs and zones of the body, as well as specific nutrients and herbs come from psychic powers. So you already have like, it's showing like straight roots in the occult here. And he's not hiding that. I was going to say he's, he's blatant about that. So it's not like we're just yes. theorizing here. <laughs> right. Very blatant about that. Um, he also, um, I guess the, the symbol. Oh, oh, sorry. Um, he also states that where he gets, um, like where he got all of this understanding from and part of his background, he brings psychic philosophy, Chinese Taoism, and ancient Eastern practices such as meridians and chi into his, this, this concoction, which is muscle testing. So it definitely is all, like, does any mm-hmm. of that, is any of that in the word of God? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, it's definitely, you know, all of those things that I just mentioned are, are definitely um, spirits. It's very spiritual. And, you know, there's only two types of spirits. There's only um, a Christ-like spirit, which is like loving, rooted in the word of God, patient, all of that. Or there's an antichrist spirit, which is the exact opposite. You know, chaos, fear, going against God, all of those things. So you also have to look at it from that way. Um some aspects of muscle testing can be explained physically, but there's a large aspect of muscle testing that there is no like scientific explanation for. And within the practice of muscle testing, like practitioners or whoever's doing it, a large percentage of them do it um, remotely, meaning they're using quantum entanglement. Or they're saying, oh, like I have this divine ability to just, you know, be able to do this. Or like God has given me this divine ability to do this. Uh, You know, believers can still be heavily influenced by demonic spirits. If you're pressing into these channels, if you're, um, you know, opening up these channels, like, yeah, demons can talk to you. They can sway your decisions. They can make you believe like you're following the one true God when you're not. Uh, and this applies to all of that. Um, you know, div- divination is talked about all throughout scripture. And the definition of divination is the practice of seeking knowledge of the future or the unknown by spiritual means. And part of uh, muscle testing is um, you have to like ask from a power or ability. Like you operate through a power or quote unquote an ability to do this, which by definition to me, that's divination. And you can't just, when something has a root, that is in the antichrist spirit you can't just like wash it clean as a human right there's a lot of scripture in the word to where god says like do not come and worship me as the heathen nations worship like don't apply that to me Mm -hmm. that's a really really good point because so many people try to use that as an excuse for certain things like oh i'm doing well actually exactly how i was justifying yoga like it's like oh yeah like I'm glorifying God it's like that's not what he wants <laughs> yes I wish I knew the exact scripture I, I believe it's somewhere in Deuteronomy but I mean like I said he blatantly says like don't come mm-hmm. and worship me as the heathens do don't apply that to my name my name's not attached to that you won't find me there uh you know and then that scripture comes to mind I'm pretty sure it's in Timothy where he or no, Corinthians, and he's he says, like, you cannot drink the cup of demons and the cup of the Lord. So if something is clearly rooted in the cultism, um, you know, and then, you know, you can't, you know, you can't, you can't use, use that. 
Right. You can't just make it like go away and be good. Mm. Yep. And all of those things. Um, And then I know in Leviticus, it says that those that seek after spirits and mediums, mediums. Mm. Yep. um, He says that he will set his face against that person and cut them off. So there's very clear warnings and and there's much more than that. Like you can just like simply Google some of the stuff that we're talking about and in the scriptures at least. And it's all right there. He says like, I am not there. I'm not a part of that. Don't do that in my name. Mm -hmm. I don't condone it. And one last thing is when I think of things like this, I think of the scripture. It might be in Matthew. I don't know. I'm sure a lot of people know it or it's a simple search, but it's where they go, Lord, Lord, but we healed in your name and we cast out demons in your name. And then Jesus goes, depart from me. I never knew you, you workers of iniquities or you you workers of lawlessness. I remember and that. Mm-hmm. That is literally like two believers. Mm-hmm. that he turns them away from the kingdom of God. And that always, that puts the fear of God in me. That gives mm-hmm. me check Chills. all the time in my heart. Like, yeah, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be caught off guard in any way. Like, let me yep. always hold everything up to the word of God and test it from there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know that's that. Sorry, I know that's like heavy, but I'm like, I didn't write it, okay? It yep. says that. Yep, exactly. Um, hang on. Okay, so uh, that was a good good way to wrap that one up. Uh, so the next one is, is the Enneagram okay? And I, I don't know how much you have to add on this, Gabby, but um, just to give you an idea... <laughs> audience, people listening. Um, The Enneagram was actually created by three occultists using the witchcraft practice known as automatic writing. So this is something that you can look up. And this is where a demon takes control of your body and writes through you. All nine types of the Enneagram are thoughts and schemes of a demon written down for you to be deceived. (laughs) But, and the, uh, the Enneagram, again created by cultists, has an eerily similar nine-point figure that's seen on the Black Book of Satan that depicts the order of nine angles. The occultists knew what they were doing when they created the Enneagram, but do Christians know what they're doing when they are using it? Some things to think about. <laughs> yes. Um, and that, that automatic writing, just like that's straight up demon, a.k.a. demon possession. Mm-hmm. Um Something that when we were looking into this, um, something else to add on here is that the symbol that they use, that nine point that it was talk that you just read about, yep, yep. was saying that that is traced back to sacred geometry of Pythagorean mathematicians and mystical mathematicians. Um, and when you look into that, some of those mythical mystical math- mathematicians sorry it's, it's like a, a wordful um it is yeah it mentions the chaldeans and the chaldeans are mentioned in the bible that's where um is it abraham come from mm-hmm. he come from the land of the chaldeans the land of ur mm-hmm. and when you look up chaldeans that the definition of chaldeans means magicians so it's a people group of magicians as in like sorcerers black magic Mm -hmm. that type of thing so again we've talked about that root right like um you know and there's parable like of the roots like god you know jesus is the vine and like we are the branches so like are you rooted is this rooted in him or is it rooted in something else masquerading as his light Mm -hmm. and that just like I yep. mean, that's just a simple search. It's like black magic all over. And I, right. Mm-hmm. And I know like lots of believers use that and they cling to it. Like 
they it's like people realize oh horoscopes like that's totally like against god but then it's like with the enneagram like i've seen people straight up be like look i know i'm rooted in christ like i know my identities in christ don't come at me um and they use that as an excuse and then they go into like enneagram blah 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 and i'm like well if you know that you're you know your identity is in Christ. Like we all have different strengths and weaknesses. And some of those we have to refine. That doesn't mean like we get to stay in that weakness or if that strength is not the right type of strength in a way, then you need to refine that and pull that back. Uh, You know, we're, you know, we are the clay and he is the potter. We're supposed to allow him to shape and mold those characteristics in us that maybe aren't, great or like you know like with me like I could be like oh I I don't know anything about Enneagram but that's okay I could be like I'm a five or I don't know but I could use that as an excuse because I have an issue with procrastination you know I'm very methodical and organized but I procrastinate and I could be like oh like that's just me like exactly but it's not it's not like procrastination is to me, it's not like a fruit of God. Like he wants me to be diligent. And, you know, so I, that's, I just share that. Cause for me, that's like something I, I know my identities in Christ. And that is a characteristic that I am trying to, you know, teach myself to be better with. I'm not just, Oh, it's Scorpio rising or <laughs> gosh, horoscopes are the one thing I'll just never understand the obsession. I'm like, literally what (laughs) i don't know this makes no sense to me like you're oh it's like spot on it's exactly like me i'm like shut up no it's not they're like all the same i know i was just about to say that i've gone through and i've like read them all and i'm like that could apply to me that could apply to me that could apply to me yep oh my gosh like no hate to any well okay never mind it's it's not hate but it's just like yes you know, like, here's your red flags, guys. Like, if this right. is, you know, if this is giving you, like, a fire in your belly or you, like, are, you know, loathing us right now and wanting to turn this off, then maybe, like, that's conviction from the Father. Mm-hmm. And look just, into it. I going to say, just pray about it, you know. Um, Okay, so the last one I have here is I practice yoga and I love it, but I keep hearing scary things about it. What do you think? And I'll just say, I think you should stop practicing it. And I also think that, like, yes, like I said earlier, like yoga was very relaxing to me, but there are so many alternatives to yoga. Like, or well, there is one alternative, one main alternative to yoga that is very simple and just as relaxing. And that is stretching. (laughs) Um, Like, like I said, Caitlin's videos, like turning those on and just relaxing and getting in a nice stretch. Like I feel even better than I did after I did yoga. Um, And it, it wasn't like this big, like this big, terrible thing that I couldn't do it anymore. Like I thought maybe it was going to be, but like finding that alternative and applying that, like it was, I, I survived clearly <laughs> um, and I'm much better without it. But the, the actual definition of yoga is um, a Hindu spiritual and ascetic discipline, ascetic discipline. I don't know how to say that word. Unfortunately, I should have reread this (laughs) Um, a part of which including breath control simple meditation and the adoption of specific bodily postures and is widely practiced for health and relaxation and the main thing to point out here is that it is a hindu practice it's not a christian practice you can't practice it as christian and again justify it it's a hindu practice for people who are hindu (laughs) Exactly. And, you know, Hinduism has like over a hundred gods and you could just simply type in like downward dog pose and Hindu God. And it's going to tell you like what God that that represents. And I believe that also part of the definition of yoga is to yoke. Yes. Mm -hmm. So yoking 
coming together. Yoking is talked about in the word of God. We, he, he calls his, his commands like a light burden, an easy yoke because you're yoking yourself with him. Mm-hmm. So if something else is considered a yoking process, like yoga, you're not, like you just said, it's a Hindu practice. That means you're yoking yourself to those gods mm-hmm. unknowingly. And open, yes. And you're opening yourself up to those, to those gods, demonic things, you know? Yes. Cause, and again, this comes back to energies, right? And frequencies. Um, everything has an energy and frequency, including demons, false gods, those things. And if you're doing those poses, they, some of them, I'm pretty sure they literally like open up yes. you up in a specific channel or energy frequency for those things to come upon you. And I know, I think it's part of Caitlin's testimony, but the kund- Kundalini spirit, like people, believers have testimonies of talking about that Kundalini spirit coming over them in the middle of practicing yoga and just... Yes you know, being completely terrified Uh over that. And Mm -hmm. that just gives me chills thinking about it. Uh, Yep. And sleep paralysis, I think, is also part of Caitlin's testimony. Oh, wow. Yeah. Just all of that. Just really, really be careful of yoga specifically, (laughs) just because there's just so many freaky things that I've heard from other believers. And thankfully I never did experience any of that, but I'm really glad that I found out about this before stuff like that started to happen to me. <laughs> right. Cause it's just, it's just all an opening. Like mm-hmm. how can the enemy get his foot in the door into your life, into your mind really mm-hmm. and control you from there or, you know, yes. cause mayhem and fear and all of these things. And um, you mentioned it when you read that definition, but meditation goes along with this. And meditation is the practice of like emptying out your mind. And I can't remember the guy's name, but there is like a guy that was a big time meditator, yoga practitioner that stepped into Christianity, like was delivered. And he was delivered from a lot of demons. And he talks about this. He's got a testimony. I wish I remembered his name. He's got long, long hair. He might be in, because Caitlin has a highlight. I think think that guy's in there, actually. Okay, you're right. (laughs) Yeah. Uh And if, if you're emptying out your mind while doing yoga, an empty mind is room for demons to step in. And that's what that guy talks about. And when you look at the word, the only thing it says that we should meditate on is the word word of God. God. Yes. Day and night. Mm -hmm. Like, so that means you are constantly filled with his spirit, his mindset, his heart, his attitude, all of those things that you, you know, again, we said like, you can't drink the cup of demons and the cup of Christ. Like Mm -hmm. you got to choose one and you can't mix those cups when it's like when it's convenient for you, like, like you said, it wasn't convenient. Like yoga was convenient for you. Like that was easy choosing not to do it. Although like it was easy for you to give up, you know, that took like real decision, real thought, real heart intent behind that. And I think, you know, that's just what we're trying to share with you guys. Like look at the origins of things. Like don't just take things for, you know, the healing that comes with it. Cause where's that healing coming from? Mm-hmm. And again, people will proclaim to Christ, we healed in your name. And he'd say, I don't know you. And you don't want that. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> at all. Not, not at oh. all. And I think it, I know. And I think it's important to say again, uh, like we've already said it, but like, you know, you can come to Christ. Like if this has like pierced you and, and been kind of like your catapult to opening your eyes like of these things if you've been practicing or proclaiming them over you like you can all you have to do is repent just ask for forgiveness out loud you know in your prayer time and ask for that repentance for that forgiveness from him saying i'm sorry I, i didn't know or thank you for opening my eyes to this and 
cut it off at the Mm -hmm. source. Don't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. And, you know, his, his sacrifice and his blood covering was sufficient for these things. Yep. Um, yeah, that, that was great. Um, so unless you have anything else to add, we can wrap up. That was all the audience questions we had. Uh, you can go ahead and share where everybody can find you and other things that you offer. Um, I think you're working on a course right now, aren't you? Or is that not a thing yet? Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking work- about all these things that we like want to do. It's like, wait, have we even started them yet? <laughs> um, okay, so you guys can find me uh, on Instagram. My handle is ruach underscore wellness. Ruach is actually the Hebrew word for spirit. So, you know, literally my my whole practice is spirit led from the one true living God spirit. Yes. Um, <laughs> Just throw that out there. Yeah, just um, clarifying. Again. Uh, so I I currently have, you can click on the link in my bio to work with me. You can fill out my client inquiry form. I know you have one too. Or actually, you're about to close yours because you're pregnant. Yeah, by leave. the time this is out, I'll probably, I mean, maybe I'll be close to taking clients again, but I doubt it. <laughs> I'll be soaking in the newborn bliss still. Oh. <laughs> Um, so you can, you can do that to work with me, but I'm working towards my HTMA interpretation. Yes. So So I hope to be offering that in, um, probably the time this comes out. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. (laughs) And then, yes. And then eventually I, the big goal is to have that course done by the end of the year, which is a hefty goal. Yeah. Uh, but, I wanted I wanted my course done by the time the baby came, but that is not <laughs> happening anymore. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, uh, but I know there's just so many things that come up. And, I know, yeah. And we don't want to be stuck to our computers all day. Um, exactly. We got to practice what we preach, you know. Yes. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so that's how you can find me, and that's what I have coming in the works, and. Um, a couple down free downloadable PDFs and, and things like that. But yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on again, Gabby. It's a pleasure as always. Yeah. I love being here. Like, <laughs> it's just like two best friends talking. Yep. Yep. That's how it felt. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider leaving a five-star rating and review. Everything I mentioned today will be linked in the episode description below. If you would like to keep up with my day-to-day life, you can find me at SincerelyMere on Instagram.